joining us on the morning show from Minnesota's Department of Natural Resources, state climatologist Luigi Romolo. Luigi, thanks for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. So I wanted to talk a little bit about putting together predictions for the weather. What tools are used to do that and how accurate can they be? Because I know it's different from when I was growing up and I was a kid. I know they've gotten a lot more accurate in recent years. Yeah, not only have they gotten more accurate since you were a little kid, but over the last, you know, 50 to 70 years, we've made exponential leaps and bounds forward with respect to improving our accuracy. There's just a broad suite of tools that have made it a lot easier for meteorologists to forecast the weather. What are some examples? You know, first and foremost, we have our land-based stations, weather stations. We have about 10,000 of those scattered across the country. About a tenth of those are automated, and most of those are located at airports like Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport. In addition to those, we also, at about 92 different locations across the country, release weather balloons. And those give us a huge amount of information about what's going on in the upper part of the atmosphere where our weather occurs, the upper troposphere. Not not only that, they give us a great vertical profile of the atmosphere. Now, when we combine that with other things like Doppler radar, for example, and satellite data, they play a huge role. Now, Doppler which really kind of came into fruition in the 70s and improved in the 80s and 90s. You know, they give us information about how much rain is falling, what kind of precipitation is falling, how fast is the storm moving, how is the intensity of the storm changing over time. They can pick up rotations in clouds, so it gives us information about how severe a thunderstorm is. Is it producing a tornado? Is it more likely to produce a tornado? Uh, They could also pick up weird things like insect swarms, bird swarms, dust storms. And, you know, we also have satellite data is just immeasurable in terms of its value because we're now able to identify hurricanes at the tropical disturbance stage, not only, you know, when they're hurricanes, but we're able to identify these huge monstrous storms before they can even develop into what anything that resembles what we call a hurricane. That's pretty impressive. And I know that goes a long way to uh, keeping everybody safe as well, Luigi. Yeah, absolutely. And then we, you know, we combine it all into what we call a numerical weather prediction model. And then that helps us really come up with a daily forecast, which will, you know, help us know what kind of memorial weekend we're going to have. Oh, nice segue there. You did that one for me. What does the weather look like for everybody wants to know? Are we going to be able to get outside, do some barbecue and get on the boat this weekend? What are you thinking, Luigi? Yeah, I know it looks pretty wet out there today, but we're looking at a beautiful Friday, sunny skies, thanks to the satellite data that's out there that's helping us indicate, you know, that Friday is going to be, you know, beautifully sunny mid 70s. We're looking at a little bit of an increase in temperature over the weekend, you know, high 70s. But with that comes a small chance of, you know, the occasional shower or thunderstorm, but it's looking pretty hit or miss with the thunderstorms and the showers. So, so we're going to have little periods of wetness here and there 
within the metro area, but it should be a generally great Memorial weekend. Awesome. Good to hear. Nothing super unusual, no extreme heat, no uh, devastating cold. So it seems like it's going to be a weekend where we don't have to focus on weather. And that's nice, Luigi. Perfect. Yeah. From Minnesota's Department of Natural Resources, state climatologist Luigi Romolo, thanks for uh, joining us today. Always my pleasure. Thank you. Have a happy long weekend. You too.